What is up, baby? Woo! I don't know where I was going with that, but it went somewhere. I've got the blues. I'm in a good mood. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the Savage Mess Benevolent Adjust. I'm Willie Hondra, your host. What is up, my dudes and my dudettes? Welcome to the mess. Um, first, I want to start off by saying thank you so much for tuning in to this mess of a show. Um, I love all my listeners. I love the people who support me. And, you know, I always got to start saying that, be, start off by saying that because I'm deeply, deeply appreciative of you guys and I love you guys. And just listening back to it, like, like from the beginning, which was in November till now, like I see the elevation and the growth in me. And I also love that, you know, you guys actually tell me what you want me, what, what you want me to speak about and then you also speak about my growth for elevation so thanks guys i love you uh and i am a hot mess and i will say whatever the hell i want to say and if you're not interested you know where to where not to hear or skip the episode or move forward or find something good about something i don't care um i feel like i want to start off this episode by saying our greatest asset is our authenticity so i normally just go with the flow i i talk about things that are passionate to me sometimes it might bore you but you know you can learn something you can laugh at something but i just want i want you to leave here feeling a little bit different like that your day's kind of like easier because you know you listen to this mess of a show like if you hear after you listen to me you're like my life is my life has just gotten so much better (laughs) you tend to appreciate life so much better after you listen to me because i tend to appreciate life so much better after i binge watch me too i mean binge listen to me lord knows i am a mess but i'm a funny mess i crack up all the time and life just seems so much easier like life is very short so we don't take it you know, so we do take it for granted. We don't realize that we have a lot of good things to be grateful for. You know, just last month, every a lot of people was dying. Just six months ago, nobody was able to do shit. So, you know, just count your blessings. That's all I'm saying. But let's get started. Let's get started. <laughs> I got the blues. I'm looking for a man in my head. Mm-hmm. In my head. Like, I just want to create this fake man. And then out of nowhere, he turns to, like, this fucking person a real person and then we stumble into each other when i'm coming out of the library from returning a book that i had out for about four years and my library like if i don't return it they're gonna probably hunt me down but corona happened but i'm looking at the book as we speak so (laughs) i'm just manifesting it but um anyways my weekend was amazing i will my week was amazing my weekend was in but all in all i'm alive and i'm breathing and i'm having a good day but let's just run into it so i started running this you know this weekend because i'm trying to do a 5k marathon in brooklyn which is not long um i'm actually thinking about doing it with um djs i'm still doing a nickname so if you don't know who you are then you don't know who you are but i'm definitely doing it with miss moya which is one of my wives um, I'm, I'm gay, so I have more than wife. One more than one wife. I'm like Africa. Africa. The men over there have more than one wife, and you know I have more than one girl. Like they're not. I would say they're like girlfriends, right? I'm gay, but I still have my Judies. They're, I call them Judies. I still have my Judies. Cause are they judgy sometimes? Yes, we all can be judgy. So they're they're my Judies. I have more than one Judy. So there you go. I love my Judies. That's every girl in my life. So if I'm not able to give you a shout out, just know when I'm calling you Judy. I'm talking about you. 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 And my home skillet biscuits. Those are the homies. And so that would be my little big brother. That would be Jay, Jay Mel. That would just be a lot of people. <laughs> my homies. All right. My home skillet biscuits and my Judies. Those are my boys and those are my girls. My dudes and my dude ads, people. So don't take offense. So anyways, back to the running. So I want to do the 5K. 
And I started, you know, practicing for that. I'm eating more green. I'm doing less recreational activities. And I'm just trying to, like, you know, stick to the straight and narrow. I mean, the gay and narrow. (laughs) Welcome to my neighborhood, because something gay will always be said here. Yes, this is my neighborhood. This is Willie's land. Welcome to the savage mess. So basically, I'm just trying to be lean, mean, and turn into an overly sex machine in three months, because... I'm on a hiatus for three months. No sex, no intimacy with any male counterparts for three months. It's it's a challenge. It's a role that I'm willing to play because I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm in a different headspace. I don't know. I like it. So anyways, I started the running. I did a detox tea. The tea ran through me like Viagra Falls. Once again, I said Viagra Falls. And I don't know if you tried Viagra. Not saying you have because most of my listeners are women. But if you're the men... Maybe try it one time. I tried it one time, maybe maybe more than once as a stretch. I wanted to just see where it could take me. And it definitely fell through my body, through my pee-pee. And it, it, it was a time and a half. So Viagra Falls. Yes, that detox tea ran through me like Viagra Falls. And if you want to be cute, we could call it Niagara, but it's Viagra. So it's actually good. It's like my skin feels more hydrated. It's because the weather's switching up and my allergies are crazy. I don't think I've ever had allergies this deep before. Like my eyes are always itchy, my ears, and I I can hear everything. But it's just, I I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go to an allergy doctor because shit is getting crazy and out of hand and out of control. But anyway, so back to what I was saying. So it was a detox team. It's called um, Milo. Yeah, and it's spelled differently, but it's in an orange package. I got it from my sister, and I also gave it to um, an ex, an ex beau, um, and he definitely it went through him like Viagra Falls too. So I know it definitely works. So I'm eating green and I'm running more, and I'm just really excited because I'm really want to do the 5K. You know, I want to start my transition to doing a marathon. I'm trying to like you know turn my life into something different, and especially now that I got this mess of a show, I can you know broadcast my life through this platform and you can listen to it if you choose to but i'll never stop i mean never say never i i would have to stop eventually but i want to create a little platform for myself and this is my baby and he's he's limping now he's actually well traveled shout out to the poland listener yes shout out to the poland listener i had i was looking at my author my um algorithms and my scales and my whatever but that comes with this whole um with this whole entity of this podcast. And I did have a Poland listener. So I, I respect that. I don't know who you are, but I'm, I'm happy. So I'm getting on the map. My baby's well-traveled right now. Like, he went to Germany. He went to Africa. He went to Pol- Poland. Um, I saw him in Spain. Like, so, yes, my baby is growing some legs. He's no longer wobbling. And I would say he's about, like, you know, in, in gay years, he's about, like, 18 right now. Like, 18. Yeah. He's, be- he's about 18. Don't judge. He grows very fast. He's a warlock. Don't fuck with him. But he's about 18. And that's my babe. That's my babe. So we're doing a running thing. I'm doing the cleansing thing. Um, also this weekend, um, this week slash weekend, I got to read a little bit of my book in the park not too far from my house. It was very chirpish. Um, I did see a homeless man jump out the garbage. But he wasn't really 
in the garbage can, but there was garbage not too far, and it was a, a few bags, and I didn't see him. I don't know where I saw a hand, and he, I was like, oh, damn, what the fuck is going on here? I thought I was, like, watching too much, because, you know, I, like, watch a lot of, like, mystic shit, people coming off the ground, and aliens, and all this other shit, and, yeah, it reminded me of that, but I was like, oh, okay, he was definitely fetching that Campbell's can with some food in it, and I would have did the same thing, because it definitely wasn't open, it was like, yeah, Near where they give shit away, so I'm happy. I, I'm happy he was able to find some food. But the park was small and it was cute. I like small parks. I got to like really like open my mind a little bit and get to read a little bit. It wasn't too long because my attention span and just parks and people walking in and out, like you know, it gets a little crazy, especially where I was at. But it was actually cool. Um, another day during the week, I did get to make my way to Brooklyn. I had some really good food. With um, DJS and her boyfriend, Jorjito. We also watched um, Vampire in Brooklyn, which I've never seen. But it is with Eddie Murphy and a few other unknown names. In my um, Eddie Murphy and a few other ones that I'm drawing a blank and unknown. And it was actually really funny. I was dying. I'm like, what the cheese nation is going on here? But I was all for it. 100%. 100% for it. Because I like vampires. And I'm starting to visit Brooklyn more. So it worked out. It really did. And Eddie Murphy. They used to say I look like him. And I mean, I I want my bank account to look like Eddie Murphy's, uh, but um, no, Eddie Murphy's. I want my bank account to look like his, but I don't think that I look like him. But um, damn, I just messed up my joke. So I would be the Eddie Smurphy if they think I look like him, but I don't look like Eddie Murphy. But if I did, I'm Eddie Smurphy with his bank account. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me, Eddie Smurphy. But it was funny. Um, the movie was funny, and then we also started to watch The Handmaid's Tale, which I've always heard a lot of stuff about it, and I think that it's it's crazy. The first two episodes is crazy. I had to give myself a Handmaid's Tale, um, <laughs> a Handmaid's Tale like re um um, um damn, I just stutter stutter stutter. I need to give my Handmaid's Tale like a relax because it was a little intense. The way they treat the women and. They only use the women as sexual objects to carry babies. And then there's like, uh, what, what was they calling them? Damn, the ladies in the red robes, I kind of forgot it. But it shit got a little bit weird and a little bit traumatizing for me because I love women. Although I don't want to date you guys, I love the, you know, I love you. I think that you guys are amazing. I think what you can do is, by bringing life into this world is like beyond a gift. And I really respect that, even though girls are evil and they're evil to each other and they're evil, you know, they're evil, just like men are evil. Just saying, I'm just saying I love everybody. Equal. I hate everybody equally, but I do love my females, even though some of them, they are a little meow, meow. Mm-hmm. Tasmanian devils. That's all I got to say. But it's a good show. I'm on episode two. And it's on the Hulu. I think it is on a Hulu. Maybe the Amazon somebody. But check it out. I'm on episode two. I'm still trying to work my way to watch it because I am a little um, a little apprehensive about it. it. You know, it does put me in a, a trance where I want to get up and fight. And I'm like, why are these girls not defending themselves? And this, that, and the chicken on the rack to the side with the hanger hanging out the back. Like, it's just a little, it's a little traumatizing. But if you have the strong will and the strong gutation for the situation, then I say get on board. Mm-hmm. Get on board watch it enjoy it and then report back because i'm starting to watch it i also started to finish my pose for um season two episode i think like 10 it's getting real intense it's basically in the um era of the aids epidemic the trans epidemic the gay epidemic 
And it's actually a very powerful show. It's a lot of messages going through. It's like ball, ball house, um, Vogue. Like, uh, it's actually just so good. And like, uh, it's the era where I, you know, don't know anything about, but a lot of stuff that I'm learning being gay. It's like you know, there's a lot of monumental um, movies and literature that I should be up on because you know I'm learning stuff. I'm a I'm a different type of gay. They might say I'm a queen, but I don't think so because I don't I don't know anything about Liza Minnelli besides that she was a drunk and she always just seemed to um, make it through by being a drunk. Even though there was one um, show that one movie that she did and uh, she had to be sent home and they replaced her with somebody else because she was a drunk. Don't remember the movie, but do your research. It is Liza Minnelli, and if you know her, she, you know she was a drunk, but she was a very talented drunk. And I always had a thing for talented drunks. Amy Winehouse, she was a talented, talented drunk. Loved that woman too. But anyways, it was it's a good show. Tune into the pose too. Um, there's a season three dropping on too. It's on FX, but it's a good show. It's a good show. And then I did want to give a special shout out to my um, cousins in Asia. Happy birthday, you little annoying shithead. But I love you. You are like my little sister, just a little bit big. And um, I love you. And um, you're growing. You're only like, what, 23, 25? I, I probably am wrong on both numbers, but <laughs> whatever. At least you got your birthday shout out. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. And just um, thanks for, you know, tuning in and sending it to your friends. I love you. And I know yesterday I posted on the Gramski that it was your birthday. And today is actually really your birthday. So look, you even landed on a different platform. Just better. Bam! I might see you later, might throw a cupcake at the side of your head and keep going because you live in a crazy part of the Bronx. But I do want to say I love you and I hope you enjoy your day out at um, Little Puerto Rico. I guess that's a restaurant that I never heard of. And we know that I am half Puerto Rican in my hair and in my head and running all through my soul. So I should have known about a restaurant called Little Puerto Rico. But don't worry, I'm doing my research. I'm doing all my research. But anyways, enjoy. Love you. Don't get too drunk because you can't call me to help you because I won't be able to be there. But I will be there in spirit telling you, get your ass up. It's your birthday. You can't be looking this stupid on your birthday. And you wearing white. Hell no. All right. Love you. Moving forward. Um, what else did I do? Oh, my God. So why am I such in a good mood? I didn't even bring that up. The mass Singer done happened. It done happened. We were down to our bottom three. So that, uh, let's start a little recap of the mass Singer. Let's just get into it a little bit. So Hanson was there as the Russian Dolls. They were amazing. They got voted off at some point in time. Omarion was there as a Yeti, skating all through the mask and Sanger, and was eliminated, which I think he was amazing. Um, there was so, um, T, um, what was that name? Tamara Maori as I think the seashell or something. I don't want to, don't quote me on that one. She was amazing. Tyrese was as Robobon or Roberbean or something. Amazing. There were so many amazing people there. And it was down to the bottom three, which was Wiz Khalifa, who rapped his whole way through. I was rooting for him. I'm not going to front. I was rooting for him. Because if a, um, a rapper won the mass Singer, that shit is dope. Like, you made it all the way on the ra- on the mass Singer. And you a rapper and it's not called the mass singer but you still was able to articulate your craft up and down that singer there we go i'm all for it and he had sons so he couldn't like go and brag to his sons you know all of these kids watch it it's a fun show people dressed in these crazy cool mystic non-mystic animalistic outfits and literally like just showcase showcase their um you know their authenticity of their talents whether they sing rap yodel uh, it's it's amazing the fucking judging panel it's amazing because they you know guess the the guesses of the 
they guess who's underneath because nobody knows who's underneath these huge costumes. They just know, um, you know, nobody knows who's underneath these costumes. They just know that the person's either in entertainment, they're entertainment. And you got to guess who it is, whether they sing, dance, roll around. Shit is fucking amazing. When I say amazing, I mean, say I mean, amazing. So it got down to the bottom three and it was Wiz Khalifa as the chameleon, Jojo as the black swan, and then um, Nick Lachey as the piglet. So Jojo ended up coming in, you know, two, and then um, Nick Lachey ended up being one, which I'm, I wasn't so mad at. I did feel like it should have been Wiz Khalifa, Nick Lachey, the piglet, and um, then Jojo the black swan should have been first because i only say that because i feel like she's a vocal beast this is a mass singer like i'm not saying i'm not taking away from nick but i feel like vocally she really like she annihilated it like she surprised me in so many ways there was sometimes i was crying i've seen the performances over and over obviously because i'm in love not in love with her like sexually but i love her like she literally is the epitome of an artist she um was persistent with silence for 10 years and still was you know selling out shows because she does have a very loyal fan base i include it yeah the clovers that's me team jojo all day don't get crazy because i'd still lace up the shoelaces for joanna um noel Leves. yeah that's me that's me all day so um and she's a sagittarius december 20th yeah and i'm december 28th so we're like you know right there we're related in some sort of way and her voice she got the soul of a fucking goddess like she is like a vocal goddess and i don't care what nobody's saying i do feel like she should have came in first just like last season i feel like tori kelly another strong vocalist should have been you know way further in the competition than she was but we don't get to choose the popularity of the situation all i know is she's a vocal beast she stripped everything and gave it her all and she was number two which is fine because that's always a winner in my eyes i don't like how underrated they you know perceive her to be but she's amazing she literally just dropped the song yesterday and it's a fucking hit it's a bippity bippity bop because i'm ready to bop bop but anyways i love her and she's amazing and just go and check out some performances um on the mass singer you'll see some of the people you know performing it out but i loved it it was good and will i watch it next season hell no i only watched it that long because she was on it and literally when she first did her audition i saw it and i was like oh oh shit i know that voice so i was tuned in every week was tuned in well every other week because she didn't perform every week because it's teams it's a whole lot of shit with this and it was hosted by nisi nash and nisi nash basically said black swan you are the the best swan on the scene since the movie black swan and i think that was who was black swan man oh, i forgot oh natalie portman or somebody like that and that was a good movie but this black swan took it to another level i might be the black swan for halloween and i'm gonna sexify that up because that costume over the head I would definitely pass out. And thinking about that, these people were like really performing in these huge ass costumes. Like, I need to go to a costume party like that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. There's actually um a little a little cult. <laughs> I'm segueing real quick. There's actually a little cult with big costumes like that, and it's like big outfits. It's like fairies. Like that's the um the name of the group that they have. It's fairies, and basically they fucking these fairy outfits or like nuzzle their fairy big heads against their fairy um heads against each other and then later on get out of the fairy and make um magic dust i don't know but it's actually a really good it's it's, it's a funny um it's a funny little um thing that 
this world has to offer because I've met a fairy and I, and she actually showed up with her whole thing. I was like, oh my God, where are you going? Like on a train, I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I'm going to a fairy party. I'm like, fairies? So she explained a little bit about it. And I was like, damn, I need to get involved in this. But those costumes and the way I sweat, I sweat doing the one, two steps. So I know that costume would definitely be, I would be leaking. I would be, I would definitely lose the three pounds that I'm looking to lose. But anyways, back to um, the mass Singer. I'm just happy that she actually did it. She's a true artist, in my opinion. She's amazing. And honestly, I cannot wait to tour dates go on sale. Because I will be willing to um, blow and go if I need to, to go to this concert. And yeah, I'm joking because I'm not that type of dude. But if I have the opportunity to do it, to meet her and go VIP and bring two of the homies, I, I would say um, my, my ex Dina and C-Mommy. Um, yeah, I would bring them because they actually loved JoJo. So we can all be in VIP off of a blowage situation. I'm all for it. And with the VIP package, you get to hear her do sound check, which means she's singing. She's answering questions. She's taking pictures. And if I get to take a picture, I do need two people to be there to just fan me, make sure I don't pass out. Because once I pass out, then I'm going to go viral and then we could beat something. So maybe I would pass out. But I do want them to come because they're dumb funny. They're also really close friends. They it was um see mommy's wedding and then um ex dina she was um they're both friends from like back in the day she was at her in her sweet 16 shit's real so, and then they we all you know collectively love jojo we think that she's uh we know that she's just amazing and everything about her is classy and she's fun and she's well-rounded and spirited and a mess a good mess and we're all good messes you know in some form of way we all don't have it together in some form of way uh, i know i don't so i can't wait for them the tickets to even start circling around because that's going to be something that all of us three do together i can't say that they'll be drinking because they both have grandma tendencies but i can't say that i will be drinking and i probably will be high from some marijuana um and footage but yeah I love those two. Shout out to you two. Shout out to you two. One of them is probably cooking something really good. And the other one's probably working, 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 working. Because that's what all they do. But hey, in the end, you get something good. I don't know where I meant. I don't know where I was going with that. But all in all, I fucks with them. And I fucks with JoJo. And what else did I do this week? Oh, I got to talk about the wedding that I was invited to. So the only lesbian that I ever done was Ellen and she's canceled. So I was invited to, um, (laughs) she's on ice and canceled right now. I never really watched the show, but I did like her little personality, but I was squinting when she started to dance because I do feel like, actually, I'm not even going to say that part. I feel like there was, wasn't much rhythm on hers. I feel like it's like a white person bringing potato salad to the party knowing damn well nobody's gonna touch that and people might say a few things and people might like a few things but nobody ain't gonna tell you besides me and a few other people but this the rhythm on Ellen just didn't really do it for me just like the potato salad don't really do it for people of color but it's fine we embraced it um but yeah Ellen um you're all nice but i was invited to a lesbian wedding which you know i'm like oh i never really done lesbians like that besides ellen so this should work so i'm really excited about that because i love weddings and i'm telling you i I haven't been to a gay one besides the one in my head that changes every other month so this is this is more consistent so i'm really excited for for july there's a lot of things coming up i'm like really excited about this time 
especially since the world has been shut down for like six months so it's like you know it's cool to actually like get out and do shit breathe a little bit because depression definitely runs deep through a lot of us and a lot of us need like you know a little outdoors a little alone time a little people time a little something just to pass the time and to really like you know get involved and like let let that stress go like live life to the fullest because like i said like last in six months we weren't where we're at now and you know whether it's physically mentally like we weren't where we're at now most of us was like locked in solace and confined into your house so just make life the way it is and i'm definitely gonna do that because these last few months i've been low-key depressed but just being around my extended family and like my friends and just going back and forth to florida even though sometimes i was like well really again and i don't even mind because i'm not really i'm definitely not spending as much as i thought i would in reality like i if anything like I strike why the iron's hot and the situations always just work out for itself. And I just know that I'm going to be surrounded by love and like laughter and like, and I love that. And I need that right now. So I, and if you need that, thanks. And if you've done that and helped me out with that, and if I seen you and within the last few months, and if I spoke to you within the last few months, I just wanted to say, I'm deeply appreciate you. You don't even know how much you helped me. And yeah, I'm all for it. So like this weekend is Memorial weekend. I'm excited about that too because I haven't seen um, my little big brother since um, the wedding. I haven't seen see mommy since the wedding. I haven't seen my extended mom and dad and my brother and my chosen sisters and the kids since the wedding. So this is actually so good. And I get to meet the baby Nugget. And you know I love chicken nuggets. So I, I, and he's just so cute. And he has these cute eyes. And uh, like, I don't know. I'm just really happy. And I'm just happy to, um, you know, see it. Oh, and an early happy birthday to Jay Busy. I get to see him. I get to see El Beauty as a mom, him as a dad, and how they're just navigating parenthood. Because a few months ago, it wasn't like that. So everything is transitioning into something different. And I'm just excited. I'm just, a, like, I, I'm happy. Woo! Everybody breathe. woo Breathe, baby. Yes. I'm just excited. I get to see my best friend again. I like, I, there was one time I didn't see her for five years. So this year I get to see her again and I get to see her in, in a week and I get to hang out with the blondes and <laughs> get to see Katie, who I grew up with in the third grade. Like, literally, we could not sit next to each other because the teacher said we were just too crazy together, which we always are. I get to hang out with her. So life is happening. Life is happening right now. And I'm really just excited. I love you all. My little big brother, I get to go on another road trip with him in july to possibly va allegedly va so i don't really know if it's gonna happen but it's not like it's gonna happen i'm down if it happens i'm just excited damn it yes i get to see everybody and i'm for it i'm all for it and i'm here for it and i love you all thank you so much what else what else what else what else because oh yeah i told you about that 5k already yeah, and then JoJo's new jam because I didn't mention that before, and I'm just looking at my Spark notes because I have to hurry up a little bit because I got a little dinner, dinner date with the date with the devil. Just playing. I don't know the devil. I don't know the devil. I don't know him. I don't know him. I mean, I might have saw different forms of him, but I don't know that man. I don't know that man. I said I don't know that man. Maybe he was Little Nas X and Stilettos and Chaps, but I don't know that man. <laughs> Sorry to that man. Anyways, um, her new jam is amazing. Check it out. Check out the new jam. Yeah, gotta check out the new jam. So on her page, you'll see it. It's just Mystic-y and she's. It's a ballad. She is definitely singing her fucking solo. See, mommy, you know about it. 
spread the love, spread the love. Because I actually am tagging JoJo in this one because I definitely gave, I, I talked about my baby and she deserves to hear me. And if, if she listens and she gives me a shout out, then I'm not going to speak to nobody for five days because somebody's going to need to pinch me. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, I'm in a different headspace. And, I, and she brought me out. She always does this. She really does. Like every time she comes out with something different, it literally, you know, f- you know, forms my mind. I'm like happy. I'm recharged just watching her perform last night's finale and landed at number two. Like that says a lot about a person like you didn't make it to number one, even though we know that you should have. But you hugged the winner. You was congratulatory for the winner. Sportsmanship was there. You're a professional. You're classy. And I love you. So without further ado. Because we got to move a little forward. I do want to talk about this first story. It's a little negative, but I just had to give my standpoint because I come into the picture at some point in time. Yes, I do. I come into the picture at some point in time. So yesterday, well, this morning, I read a story about a fan that threw popcorn on Russell Westbrook's head. Now, that is wrong as fuck. So he entered his knee during the game. It's the, the playoffs. The playoffs is gone right now. Entered his knee. So while um, NBA personnel is taking him to the back to see if it's sprung or the doctors are around him, everybody's just basically, you know, there for his need and aid. And a fan runs up and throw, like pours, pours popcorn over his head. Now, what the fuck, Matt and Nate, is going on? He ain't in no movie theater. You are in his arena. You are in his house. How dare you run up on him? So if you don't like a movie, you're going to run up on the um, on the, on the the um, actors when you see them in person and throw popcorn at them? That is wrong and disrespecting all types of ways. And I do feel like that fans should be penalized in some kind of way because these um, these, um, excuse me, these players are here to, you know, play a game and yeah, they're inviting you. And obviously the money, you know, the money goes back to the arena. It goes back to the people who's a part of this. It, it goes to them. So you paying your money, but you're not paying your money to disrespect people. It's wrong. It's disrespectful. And I feel like they should never let you watch a game again. Although you didn't personally hurt him, but this man is hurting because he's his ankle. He twisted. So he wanted to see if it was sprung and he's on his way out. They ejected him from the game because obviously the injury and you run up and do some fucking bitch shit like that but you know you wouldn't do that in the streets is wrong on many accounts and i hope they find you and i hope they pour i hope they pour popcorn down your shirt give you a wedgie poke your eyes out a little bit and i don't mean poke them to hurt you but throw some popcorn in your face it's wrong it's disrespectful stay your ass home if you want to play stupid bitch games like that it's disrespectful and I don't like it. And where I tie into all of this, I had personal contact with Russell Westbrook because not too long ago, back in the day, there was a man named Will who worked for BLS Lemo overnight in Queens. And basically it was overnight because California opened. Obviously, it, you know, the time, the time difference is a lot Oh, my God. Sorry about that ad placement, but at least you got what information you needed. So anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, Russell Westbrook. So once upon a time, there was a boy named Will who worked in Queens overnight for BLS Limo in California. <laughs> At In California. Yes. Yeah, so in California. No, I didn't work in California, but technically I kind of did 
because I had to deal with California callers and New York callers. And basically, it's a limo service that I used to book the limos. So Russell Westbrook has a mom named Wanda who was a little bit high maintenance, in my opinion. So she would call with a stink ass attitude, just telling you my experiences, not talking shit. A stink ass attitude like I want to book a car to see my son play. And basically, she wanted apple juice in the car, Skittles, room temperature water. And if nothing was appeasing to Miss Wanda Westbrook, Westbrook, she would call with an attitude, reported me twice because me and her, we, we just didn't see eye to eye. And, uh, and I would always get her email. She would email directly. But she always kind of had respect at the end because I was a little snippy tongue and she was a little snippy tongue too. But I could see, you know, I have relations through the through the minute aspect. Me and her got along afterwards. I always she would always request me, which I liked. But I do understand his frustration. And sometimes I wanted to throw some popcorn over Wanda's head. But I would never do it if I met the woman. So just because you have issues with Russell Westbrook, you don't pour popcorn on his head. It's disrespectful. So why they were trying to hold Russell down? Because his ankle hurt and he just saw red. Because he knew damn well they weren't going to do that if they ever saw him out. It's wrong. It's disrespectful. And people need to stop crossing lines. And then when they get their hands put on them, hands feet and um, toenails on them then there's an issue people shape up or ship out i'm all for russell westbrook wanda we just rekindled our friendship two years <laughs> two years ago but i no longer work at the the company so i wish them well and i hope his ankles feels better and people just really need to stay in their lane stay in your lane like come on the world's opening up we gotta do better we gotta do better And then let's talk about my second story because I'm about to wrap this the hell up. I was rambling all this time, but I'm happy. I'm happy. And there's nothing wrong with happiness. Turn to your friend if you're near him and say, be happy. Don't worry. And if you're by yourself, just say, be happy. Don't worry. Life is short. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the second one, um, I was talking to a homegirl, uh, actually a homeboy, and, and actually my homegirls too, because me and Mandy Swag always have these conversations. And like my weird um, dates on the internet, we just talk about these conversations sometimes. And I believe in reincarnation. Do you believe in reincarnation? Because I do. I feel like when your soul and your body, le- your soul leaves your body, it goes somewhere else. I don't necessarily like to talk about like God, to, so to speak, because everybody has a different form of God. But I do believe that there is a higher power. Like beyond the stars, there's something else there, and your soul goes there. And I'm pretty intrigued by it because I know that I'm gonna be, my soul's gonna be flying off into some cat, and maybe like a, I would say like a black cat with some orange fiery tips all over the body, spots, something. I got a little magic in me. I don't know. I know I'm going to be reincarnated into a cat. It has nine lives. It jumps from buildings. If you didn't see that video on Instagram, look for it. The black cat was running from a fire, actually saving himself from a fire because his owners done left his ass because they all survived, but left little Timmy in there, little, little shadow up there, little Willow up there. And Willow stood at the window and said, this is a long way down, but I got to do it for me and I got to do it for my blackies, my black people. That's what he said. I, I know what he said. He said, for my black cats all over the world, we get the negative stigma. We get the stigma that we're bad luck, but we are good luck because I'm going to show you what good luck looks like. So as he's preparing to jump, his body, <laughs> his body, there's a shadow over it. It's a black shadow over this black cat and his ninth life left. So now you got eight, wherever he's at, Timmy, Toby, Willow, Willoughby. 
We just know that you alive because he hit the ground, limped off a little bit. I think he broke a toenail or maybe fractured one of his back legs, but he walked off. And that's what I want to come back as a black cat. I definitely want to come back as a black cat. And that's just my my sentiments on it. But according to the um, Miranda Mo Money Beasley and um, Essex, um, London across the pond, because, you know, I love my across the pond stories. She said she said that her um, daughter died like three years ago and she just never really could get over it. Like the death of the daughter. The daughter was like young, I think four or five, allegedly four or five. I don't really know, but I just came across my Reddit and I was all for it. So basically Miranda states that her she was in a very depressed state. Like she, you know, didn't want to eat, didn't want to like, you know, do anything. But she said that she got a calling from a bird and it was a little parakeet. And she feels that that bird was her daughter. And I feel like that bird probably was her daughter, too. The smartest bird. And it wasn't even her bird. He randomly was on her balcony outside. Like, and she started to feed him. Feed him. Yeah, it was a him. But she said it was her daughter. But it was a him. Like, they found out it was a him. And I forgot how they did that. Because there's a weird way that sometimes God, sometimes we um, humans miss um, interpret the male for the female and vice versa. But they, it come to find out it was a male. I don't know how she figured it out because I didn't do my research that far. But if you like it, the story, you could do it. You could do it. I'm just giving you the spark notes, but you got to take the spark notes and go to the Google Moogle and get your you get your tea. Because I'm just starting a teapot. But get the mug and get the tea tea bag and you'll be fine. But basically. That's what she stated. And I do, I, once again, I do feel like you can, like, your soul is going to, it has to go somewhere. So where is it going to go? And I believe you can choose. But when I was having this conversation with the home skiller Biscuit, J. Mel, he stated, like, do you have to pay taxes in the afterlife? And I was like, you know what? You might have to pay taxes in the afterlife. You might have bills in the afterlife. I don't want that. So I want to be an animal because what animal you know is paying bills. And I just know a cat is very independent. So if I'm not going to be in a house, I'm going to be outside, but I'm able to defend myself and I'm able to fend for myself. So I'm all for it. So if I have to come back reincarnated, it's going to be a cat with some, some, you know, with some um, polka dots that are, um, Ember orange because I want to be like a, a spotted cat with little 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 increments of ember. There we go. That's gonna be me. Might even be my name. And bored. I don't know, but I'm all for it. So it's reincarnation real. Tell me what you think about it, people, because I have conversations with a lot of people and I want to switch up this, you know, this conversation because I do feel like it's real. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. Where does your soul go when it leaves you? I'm going to leave you with that and give me an input whenever you see me or we on the gram or we on the Facebook. Answer my question. Answer my question. This is how I know if you're listening. Answer my question. Do you think reincarnation is real? And where do you think your soul ends up? I want to know. I want to know. And off to my last story. According to the Huffington Post, there was a kid who was mute. And they say he was only in a stage of mute because being mute was his happy place. He talked in school. He talked during sports in school. But during when he was at home, he liked to be mute. And he would play video games mute. And they knew how to talk to him. Like, they had a way of talking to him, but he wasn't just around the house just having regular conversations. They had to pull words out of him because they, and he stated to his therapist that his happy place is when he's not speaking. His mind is able to flow. And I think that that is actually a very, 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 very weird thing, but a great thing. Because if I can turn off my words for a little bit and just get involved in my brain, then that's amazing. Because you're turning off your words, but you're leaving your brain active. 
And I think that that's amazing. So basically, the therapist pulled it out of him because obviously these people, you know, they study different forms of, um, you know, different forms of bodies, different forms of bodies, different forms of phobias, different forms of things that, you know, make the brain go, make the brain function. It's very interesting. And I'm like, I'm all for it. So I'm just doing my research because I'm thinking about becoming a mute. (laughs) I mean, I do my vocal rest. But I don't do my vocal rest because my neighbors probably hate me. My friends probably low-key hate me because I sing in a shower. I sing in bed. I sing in my dreams. I'm singing while I'm walking. I'm singing while I'm talking. I love singing. Singing brings a happy place to me. And I'm not saying that I'm trying to get signed. But I do feel like singing is another entity of me. And if my friends can deal with it and my loved ones can deal with it and my lovers can deal with it, then you will have to deal with it too. But anyways, yeah. So find your happy place, people. And if that's being mute, then do it. Because the man, the baby in Huffington Post is doing it now and it's working for him. I want to end this off by saying thank you for tuning in to the Savage Mess But Never Address. We did have a slight delay um, with the silence of the situation. But I love you guys deeply and I want you to find your happy place. So find your happy place. And if you have a form of happy place, let me know what that is too. Thank you guys. Have a beautiful one. Enjoy your week, your weekend. Happy Memorial Day. And if you have a birthday coming up, I'm all for that too. Love you guys. I'm out.